1: Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the 13th of May in the year 2015. Oh lord. Uh what's going on? Um just going to put this out there right now. We need to bring back the draft. Mm-hmm. We I'm going, we're starting full full tilt this week. Yeah. I'm suggesting we bring back the draft. Why? Why are you suggesting? When you turn this? 18 you have to join the army for 6 months. Yeah. We are not included cuz we are over We're 18. too old. Yes, I'm not
0: even officer class. I'm I'm older than that. Yeah, I I am too old to I'd
1: be on the I'd be o- over my peak in the military by this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I joined the army
1: now, yeah, I probably wouldn't pass the training. No, you'd wash the fuck out. But I think we need to bring back the draft because I'm, I was walking down the street the other day, mm-hmm. and these kids like I'm used to um, just for a bit of perspective. I live in East London; it's a little bit dangerous, especially at night around here, right? Yes. I'm used to like rude boys being like, "Oh, that faggot." You know, yeah, yeah. I get
0: that. That's fine. You know, that's
1: They're entitled to, to have their opinion. Playful banter. On, on whether or not I am gay. Yeah. But the other day, these like, I swear to God, these kids were like 10. And I was like, and 10. this is this was my thought process. Bear with me here, right? Right. I walked past these kids, yeah. like 10 years old, eating ice creams. You know, like just happy kids. <laughs> I was like, hey, man. I, kind of, one of them was eating a Twister. I was like, that's a good ice cream. And then one of them just went, faggot.
0: Why, why did you go Why did these you, are kids that are the same sort of colour as me what, why did like you feel compelled, compelled kids. why did you go up and talk to them why, what's What's wrong with you Why? I didn't go up and talk to them I walked past them did you go up and must their hair and go oh
1: look at you oh you scamps do you want a lollipop no I walked past them I was just on my merry way right so I'm skipping <laughs> I wasn't skipping I was just walking like a man right yeah like <laughs> <laughs> and um, this 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 kid just goes it like that fag it when i was 10 right i would never have called a bigger kid because even though i'm not the biggest you're not a kid i you're the, an adult i'm not yeah but i'm not the biggest adult but i could have turned around and just punched him in the face right or kicked him in the jaw which These leads kids. me to my next point right. which is why we need to bring back the draft okay the draft for anyone listening out of england is when you were turn 18 you, it was an obligation that you had to join the yeah. army you had to be right? sent to your death you'd get called up yeah. yeah yeah you wouldn't necessarily fight the war but you train And they, you basically go to a camp for six months, and they beat the shit out of you, and you know, know, heat up (laughs) shoe oil and stick things up your ass and burn your bollocks with boiling shoe polish. Yeah, and I think we need to bring back the draft because it's been long enough since we had like a proper war where like we're obviously this country's at war now but it's all on the tv it's all missiles computer programs yeah. stuff the idea that troops on the ground in the trenches like these are human atrocities that happen that when they finish right you have a sense of perspective
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all the perspective was you know my like my granddad being like oh you can never we should never fight we can never have another war it was fucking horrific all these horrible things happened and then my granddad's dead now, so all the vets die out, all the mm, war vets die, out, right. and we lose our sense of perspective, okay? Because we're so distanced from the last horrible thing that happened, right? That eventually it ends with these little snot nosed kids on the street right. calling a stranger a faggot because nothing's going to happen to them,
0: right? So they've never
1: had to deal with anything bad.
0: So your line of argument is send them away to a real war, <laughs> allow them to become unimaginably no, traumatized. Just make them,
1: when they're eighteen, they have to go train. How long's basic training for the army? If you want to join oh, the army,
0: I don't know, man. How long do you think you like?
1: Do you think you do you think you could make it? They must be so desperate. Like you know, like boot right. camp when you okay. join the army and you have to go climb up things and jump rope and then I think I would be alright. There's the thing where everyone shaves their head.
0: Do you know, like in the Second World War, when they some did big the... some big
1: black guy just you know who's like your superior, everyone's in a like you work those pieces of shit. You're
0: nothing. You're less than nothing. I think you, you know, don't know. Yeah, I don't think they I would, just break you down. I don't think I could do, deal with that. I think I'd lash out. I think if I was I in think a I'd real be, yeah. stressful situation, like a paratrooper in the Second World War, dropping behind enemy lines, I think as soon as you're I hit jumping, the ground,
1: you're jumping the gun so far. No, 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 hang in on, hang that hang You've on. been accepted. Into yeah, the yeah, army. yeah, I've been
0: accepted in the argument, army, and I've been trained, and I've, I've hit my boots, have hit the ground. I think as soon as I landed there with my rifle. And my like my kit bag around my leg.
1: You look at your phone. You got no signal. Uh, yeah, no, I, I,
0: no I would go. I would go a bit wobbly. I would, I'd be one of those guys who. I'd like, be like Giovanni Ribisi <laughs> in same <Senate laughs> Private run. Mama. I would, Yeah. Mama. I would. I think I would just start to stare at things. Like I think I would shut down. I think <laughs> I'd, I'd I be think like, "Hey, would... you guys go on ahead.
1: I'm just gonna. You guys go first. You guys yeah. go
0: first. You got this. You got this. I'd yeah. just be hiding in the middle. Yeah. yeah. No. No. It would. Uh, I. I. I have nothing but. Can you imagine what they did? Like the paratroopers. Like. Aeronautics only developed to the point where you could jump out of an Aeronautics
1: airplane. Aeronautics is airplanes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim used the posh word there,
0: but it only developed to a certain aer- stage. Wa- Sorry, during Second aeroplanes, World War. Just say airplanes. Okay, so airplanes aerop- only developed to a certain point when the Second World War happened, and then suddenly people were jumping out of airplanes mm-hmm. behind enemy lines. Like, I can't imagine being able to do that. I can't imagine. Like, can you imagine the balls on these guys? And also, they ha- they actually saw it all through the people who landed. He did all that. No wonder they they could never stop talking about it. Yeah. Or never wanted to talk about it because it's so fucking awful. I I think your line of argument's awful. I don't think... I think, you know, we have been... I think there's a a comment to be made about... My line of argument? Yeah, yeah. I didn't
1: say that kids should be going fight wars. I just think they should be (laughs) trained in the army for a bit and, and slapped around and told that they're a piece of shit. So you, that's you, what I think so I'm not but, saying they
0: should, they should go to Iraq and die so you looked at these kids and they, what do they call you they went faggot they said faggot and you looked at them and went I, I, I want a system in place where they get beaten <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to be able to bully them without kid. having to bully yeah. them I
0: want state sponsored beatings
1: my friend's granddad fought in the war right? right and he went he decided to run away so he could marry his like lady yeah and he drove back he stole a car in France and drove back to England while he had dysentery him and three mates they all had dysentery so they were just shitting themselves in a stolen car in a little Renault Clio yeah. all the way back to England that's love yeah and then he got back married the girl and then went back <laughs> like my one, my friend's granddad instigated a thing called the Colditz Cock which the Colditz Cock for anyone isn't listening Colditz was a prisoner of war camp in the second world war that all the people who would basically like escaped and then been recaptured all the like pro escapists and all the officers and all the generals all the high ranking people Mm. were put in this one concentration camp this uh, prison of war camp yeah and it wasn't a particularly violent one like they were all treated very well but these people were trying to escape all the time like one guy escaped because he dressed up as a female nurse another guy escaped because during a rugby scrum he snuck in the middle of the scrum he like opened up a drain yeah he in the drain for like three Days. Another guy sewed himself into his mattress because he knew that all the mattresses were being replaced.
0: Oh my god! One guy
1: built a tunnel underground that was like half a mile long. And my friend's granddad, uh he built an aeroplane, a glider, in the attic of this building. It took him like two years or something. Yeah, yeah. And then just before they finished it, the war ended, so he never got to fly. <laughs> right? well, that's but then pretty after good. the war. He then went on and he won the Italian Grand Prix and the Le Mans 24-hour r- car race in France. And right. apparently he was drunk when he did it. Different breed. Right? Yeah. What have I done of the, uh, the equivalent of something that amazing? To build a plane while I'm being held prisoner in a war and then win the war, get freed from the camp, and then win the Grand Prix. What has our generation done that's anywhere near as good as that? What have them. we done? We invented the iPhone. We invented a way to just stop talking to people. Yeah. I'm, we've invented a way to be able to look at porn when you're on a bus. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying bring back the draft. I'm not saying I think I'd be good at it. I think I'm the kind of guy that if I was in the army, I'd either be the cook or I'd just
0: get raped a lot, you know? I think I'd knuckle down, but I'd get progressively quieter than lose my shit. Yeah. In the First World War, there were the great war poets, mm-hmm. right? So there must have been some pretty shitty poets, though, too. <laughs> Is the that, shit war poets but no one remembers the shit yeah, war yeah but poets. you know
1: everyone goes oh the Beatles music Usually... was
0: better in the 60s no there was just as many shit but that, bands but that's really sad isn't it because no one thinks about the shit war poets yeah because they're in a trench
1: I am in a trench there is quite a stench <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from the dead bodies
0: and then Wilfred Owens in the corner mm. going it's good needs a bit of work yeah so anyway you would um, send these kids <laughs> to a full metal jacket esque yeah Boot camp. Yeah, pretty much. Good. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I have a tough choice for you this week. I haven't had a tough choice for a while. We haven't so, had a tough choice. No. But like a would probably. you rather. Would you? Yeah, would you rather. Okay. So, Did um, you make this up? I just made this up. I okay. thought it popped into my head today.
1: Whatever it is, the, my answer is the second one.
0: Well, it's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so would you rather have a Navy SEAL trying to kill you for a week, right, or rest your penis on your mother's face for five seconds? Oh! Actually, make that five minutes. Rest your penis on your mother's face for five minutes. So, so just to really clarify, this Navy SEAL is kind of given a briefing. And maybe, just to give you a head start... Assassinate me. Yeah, but to give you a head start, he's in America. So, like, he'll go into a meeting in Washington and they'll show you a picture of, this, of you with your big fucking hair. And he'll be like, this guy has to die. <laughs> and you have a week to evade him. So he's uh, going to okay. he's going to So he knows out. where
1: I live. He knows where you okay, live. Okay,
0: just just for the record before
1: I because obviously I I think I'd rather rest your penis a,
0: on your mother's face. Face a, or head? Face.
1: What what's the because what I mean across what part of
0: her face are we talking? Um her Cuz where's the
1: face? Face is eyebrows. Okay, let me down let down me, me let,
0: okay, right. You have to put it across the top her top lip like a mustache, like a dick mustache. <laughs> and then And you have to hold eye contact with her as you do it. So that's for 5 but minutes. Why
1: why are you but, Okay, in this situation, in high-pressure um, penis situations that I've had in the past, like right. <laughs> when I go to the toilet before a gig yes. or when I go get checked for STIs at the walk-in clinic, mm-hmm. right? your penis is never smaller than it is in, in a high-pressure situation. Yeah. So the idea that I could even successfully dangle and that there would be enough weight on it for it to hang... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It might just be touching that top lip, like a little penis Hitler moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: fine. Okay. So that's the choice. Or, for a week...
1: But I don't need to... You're being pursued by a But I don't need to do anything to my penis while it's on my mum's No,
0: nothing, no. It's just like, you can have a conversation with your mum if you want.
1: Does the Navy SEAL... my, My next question is, does the Navy SEAL have access to my phone, like where I'm at, my phone records, all that stuff? He can hack all that shit.
0: Well, he can, but he's a trained killer.
1: So yeah, but he's just going to land at Heathrow Airport. I assume he's flying in a private jet. Well, right?
0: well, he'll have—he won't be able to like track you constantly. Like you, you, you—you you know he's on his way. So you're going to switch off your phone. You're going to like cut out the the satellite signals, so he doesn't know where you are. You've gone dark.
1: Does he have records that of where I'm using my bank card and stuff like that? Um, yeah.
0: Okay, so first
1: of all, first things first, I take out a wad of cash, right? Right. I take out all my money.
0: Okay, but like you're cho- you're choosing the Navy Seal.
1: No, no, no. I'm just I'm balancing okay, them right. out. I'm balancing right. them out. I'm trying fine. to figure out where I'd go. Okay, fine. Okay, so, I mean, the obvious thing to do in this situation is cross them both. So take all my money out to avoid the Navy Seal, and get the train to my mum's house and put my penis on her lip. Right <laughs> for five minutes. For Five minutes yeah, So do both, just to confuse the situation. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Um, no. Okay. What would I do? Okay. So if a Navy SEAL so he's so I've got like 12 hours because he's flying over from Washington right
0: yeah okay you're not allowed to leave the country so he's going to land in Britain okay alright um week's not long enough for a sex change but why hang on why would you even do that just so he can't find me Yeah. well do you know what he do Is go down to Harley Street we are having a sex change We go is Mr Weller in here We're like yeah just through here but he's in surgery well sir sir where are you going and he'd just go into your he just walk in hello, on he'd go in there. My... he'd go into the operating theatre you'd be there with a vagina sewed on and you look up through the, your kind of anaesthetised haze and go no no please and no 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 please two, yeah yeah two, I'm a woman double no. tap nice clean kill the doctors were like recoil. please leave me alone oh, and so he that.
1: shoots me twice in the head
0: well, yeah, well, he's going to dispatch but you.
1: But that's it. There's no pain. It's not, he's, he's not pulling out my what fingernails. What does that even matter? You're losing well, your life. he's not putting electrodes on my bollocks and pulling out my fingernails.
0: No, he's not going to torture you. He's going to kill you. going to pull out my teeth with a hammer. He's going to kill you. How does it even impact because the Because the choice? pain
1: would, if it's really bad, I would obviously just want to go put my penis on my mum's lips. You <laughs> see? But if the pain is just quick and instant, then there's a counterbalance here.
0: Right. You see? There's also the ignominy of being shot whilst see, having a vagina grafted to you.
1: Yeah. I would probably just go to a DIY store, buy some weapons. Yeah. And then just sit there, like, you know, sharpening the weapons, getting ready to fight.
0: I would take on the Navy SEAL. You would? Yeah. You think you could kill a Navy SEAL? No, I didn't say that. It's the last thing he would be expecting. So I'll go to Heathrow Airport. I'll just hang out there for a bit. Hide in broad daylight. I'll be like, come on then, fuck. Yeah. I'll be in Lily White's in the Heathrow duty-free with a baseball bat. And then he, and then they will come out and just kill me.
1: Uh, I would obviously put my penis on my mum's lip for five minutes. I'd explain. I'd go around my mum's house. And go, so how
0: would that conversation go?
1: I'd go, mum, Marilyn, 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 yeah. Marilyn. Just, mum, sit down. Yeah. Sit down, mum. No, I don't know your Wi-Fi password. No, that's not how Wi-Fi works. Mum, I just need to talk to you for one second. Okay? Okay. No, I don't know
0: how to fix the fence. Do you need money? I don't, <laughs> do, you, do you need money? Is this what this is about?
1: I don't need money. Oh, Although okay. there is some kind of payment here that needs, a transaction that needs to sure? take place. Well, shoot. Okay. So basically a Navy SEAL is going to come and kill me <laughs> for reasons that I can't explain. It's something that Tim instigated on the podcast and it's snowballed out of control. And basically he's midair right now. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I need to do something mm. in order to stop him killing me. <laughs> Just accept the reality that we're in, Mum. Just accept it. Mum, 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 stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> I'd mute the TV because deal or no deal would be distracting
0: her. Good. Right?
1: Yeah. I think my mum and I have been through worse. <laughs> you know?
0: Wow. I think
1: we've been through, been through enough that it wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it would obviously be a big deal. But sure, if it was that or dying... I think mum would be a, a princess and let me put my flaccid cock on her face.
0: Good. I'm glad I have my answer. There you go. There you go. Should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do the letters. All right.
1: Um, so uh, every week... By the way, apparently we had some kind of bug on the show week before last. that stopped a lot of people listening. But apparently that's worked out now. So uh, There you go. There you go. Keep listening. Every week you can write into the show, ebp at josh-weller.com. Uh, any relationship problems, any sexual problems, anything in general. Any anything? Any problems that you have and you could just write in. You can just write in and let us, we'll, we'll help you out. Well, I have been advised to tell you that we're not trained professional advice givers and you shouldn't take our advice seriously. No. For legal reasons, although I think you should.
0: Yeah, for a laugh.
1: Okay, here we go. First letter. This is called Dating Shoes. Dear EBP. I went on a Tinder date recently with a guy. Really nice young man. Cute, good job. We met in a restaurant, then on to a movie. When we got up to leave after our meal, I realised he was wearing sandals. Buckle over, leather strap sandals, then in capital letters, on a date! We went to the cinema, and for the whole film, I couldn't take my eyes off his feet. Who does that? Question mark, question mark. Just... To give you a better idea, my god this girl's missing out words all over the shot. just to give you a better idea of what he was wearing on the date, white shirt, suit jacket, trousers, rolled up to ankle height, then sandals. Am I getting old or is this an acceptable way to dress now? There's a lot of pressure in the media for girls to look a certain way but there needs to be at least some pressure for men because this is unacceptable should I see him again. I mean, there is a pressure on men to look a certain way in the media, but it's about 1% compared yeah. to the 100% that women are expected to look a certain way. Yeah. So I'm on your side there. Uh, but, I mean, I guess it, maybe he'd been out all day. What was the weather like that day? Maybe he'd been um, crab
0: fishing on a beach Yeah. in the 40s. <laughs> yeah. It's a brave choice to wear, you know, sandals. It's confident. It's confident. But who
1: goes to the cinema in
0: sandals? I'm you know. saying never see him again. Why well, I say if you got on with him, give him a second date, see what he shows up in. I not? Mean, like, he had a cute not? good job. He had a cute good job, mm. so his job was cute and good. But who
1: wears a suit jacket and sandals?
0: Someone who's just marching to the beat of their own drum, but not really, because it's the beat of a very she zeitgeisty yeah. drum that's being beat by an idiot. That kind of person.
1: Uh, I say dump him. Never see him again, because uh, that's the tip of the iceberg if he's happy to wear that. I mean, imagine what he'll wear when, you, when he
0: finally gets comfortable in the relationship. Like, if you wait it out, wait for him to get in contact, he goes, hey, how about it, another date? Go, yeah, but don't wear sandals. Because mm. I hate them. Just be really open and say, I hate, I hate sandals. You look like a dick.
1: I say never see him again, that's what I think.
0: Next question, please. Next
1: question. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast, I recently phoned a boy I've been seeing. It was 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'd gotten home from the gym and wanted to see if he fancied a drink. He didn't pick up, but almost immediately afterwards, I got a text from him saying, "Was that a pocket call?" Right. I replied and said no, and then he replied instantly saying, "Booty call?" Then question mark. Then capital letters. What the fuck is wrong with people nowadays? Does phoning someone <laughs> nowadays make you a weirdo? <laughs> Yes. No, it's just... It is weird if you get a phone call from someone nowadays. Why? Like, we live in an age where yeah, you it's... can find someone on the internet and go, oh, I want to go out with you. But if you just go up to a girl in a pub and go, can I buy you a drink? They'll think you're a freak.
0: I know, it's sad. We it? live in a
1: weird it's period.
0: Like, ring Like there's it's more of an investment when you ring somebody, isn't yeah. it? But also, that guy sounds like a horny young guy who's, I like a the weird I, idea I would, of you. I would
1: want to date a girl that's confident enough to just be like, oh, call him. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. And he obviously saw it and went, oh, I'm not picking up to that. Maybe she's...
0: Too much, too yeah. much. You know, I don't know how to deal with yeah. a mature relationship.
1: Yeah, so I say skank the guy off.
0: Yeah, no. And then his really...
1: reply, is, is this a booty call?
0: N- and then to which he he's sort, sort of that, hoping no. that
1: you replied
0: yes. And then he'd be like, oh, okay, cool, come over, right? I suppose that's... I suppose that's the way the youths operate nowadays. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. Um. Yeah, the world's fucked. You know... What, how insightful, Josh. How, There's how, no draft anymore. Wow, you're so the, deep. The government are going <laughs> to.
1: Here's the thing about how everyone pisses and moans about the election, right? I Fine. still got to go and vote, and no one tried to blow me up on the way to my voting. There was no bombs at the polling station. No, that's a good thing. And then I got home, and then I drank clean water out of a tap on election day. Right. So, how bad are things?
0: But it's because of that democratic system that these things are in place. Yes,
1: but those things aren't going anywhere.
0: They are. What, clean water? They could be. And parcel bombs. Historically, we go back and forth. There are times, historically, of, of great Puritanism, and there, there are times of great decadence, and there are times of balance, and, and you can go back and forth. We have the Dark Ages. Things can go to, go to shit. Don't Be under no illusions. Things uh, can really disintegrate. So because basically, human beings you'd See, fucked. if
1: you'd have, if, if he'd have picked up the phone, we wouldn't be having this conversation no, boring no. you on the show right no, now. No,
0: human beings... Human beings have a huge capacity to fuck things up. Like, immense capacity to be selfish and fearful and close ranks. So, you know. Anyway, in answer to your question... (laughs) On to the next.
1: Yeah, any guy who's afraid to answer his phone is a fucking knob cheese. Yeah, Dad. We are smashing the advice this week. Next letter. Uh, Dear Boy podcast, particularly Tim. I am 27 and bald. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. I feel like it's really affecting my confidences with women and the way that people take me seriously at work. Sometimes I feel like people see my boldness as a failure, like I actually had something to do with it. Right. Should I get a hair transplant or plugs? Thanks, and then his name.
0: Well, no, I I think that it's all in your mind, and as soon as you let go, as soon as you kind of own the situation... um people will start to see a person who's not in denial of the fact of his reality and then you suddenly become charismatic and interesting.
1: Yeah, you can like you can go Bruce Willis and shave it all off and just own it. Or you can go John from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and wear a hat.
0: You've just basically got to go through the tunnel and get out the other side. You've just got to kind of go, fuck it, this the is me. The tunnel. People don't notice you being bald until you're ashamed of it if you're if you're sending out that message to the world that people first of all there are sociopaths and 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 mean people and they'll kind of latch onto that vulnerability that you have and then they'll kind of twist it into you so they'll kind of take advantage of you and then there's other people who will just feel like i don't know quite how to connect to him because he's he has a level of self-loathing if you just go yeah this is who i am fuck it yeah we live in a very self-conscious age, yeah. And as soon as you can learn to be unself-conscious, then you get that you, you have the keys to the kingdom. Yes, that's the that's the reality.
1: Just to take a look at your heroes, you know, they're not always good-looking people. Larry David, one of the fucking best, you know, comedic minds in the last twenty-five years. It's he's, he's very bald.
0: He's bald. But I don't even believe this guy who's writing in is Maybe not good-looking. Losing- I think he is good-looking. I just think he believes that he's not, and I think that he's going through a body image change which is quite dramatic Mm. and he feels really vulnerable but Mm. the point is this is you've just got to embrace it all and not kind of do it by small degrees and kind of and accept that idea that you seem to be accepting at the moment which is that 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 you're a loser I look like a loser I'm not you don't actually just fucking shave it own it fucking go for it
1: yeah I just think spend the money on a holiday You'll get more, you'll learn more, and you might even get some holiday nookie with your, with your bald head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it'll be a new experience motorboating some boobs with no hair. Your head will be more sensitive.
0: And on that bombshell, next question. Uh,
1: dear EBP, I wanted your take on something that happened recently. My girlfriend was hit by a car. Don't worry, she's fine. Her leg broke. That sounds quite serious. But it wasn't a serious break, and she's on the mend. Scary as it was at the time, brackets, we were actually on the phone when it happened, close brackets. The one thing that really stuck with me was my neighbor's reaction. They're very Christian, and the day after the accident, one of them came over to say they were praying for, and then the name of his girlfriend. What does that even mean? What does praying for something that's already happened do? Didn't they really mean we were thinking about it? Why did they bring God into it? What is God going to do?
0: Sincerely, an angry
1: atheist. <laughs> why,
0: are you well, you're already a
1: bit one-sided in your argument, mate. Well,
0: the praying is—I think the praying is quite sweet, and they're praying for the, a hasty recovery and for all those things. And I think but, that's but quite, but by a, that logic, nice then
1: why not just pray that no one gets hit by a car? Yeah. Okay. Why, now, don't, why don't you backtrack?
0: Okay. Now we're entering into the absurdity of religious belief. I, I totally understand and I, I, I accept and concur, um, but. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of sweet that they said it. But I'm
1: praying for. The, I'm pr- I'm kind of on the guy's side. Just come over. Just go. Hey, man, I'm really sorry about your girlfriend. We're, we're all thinking about her. Yeah. Why is the implication that the oh, we're asking the big man to step in and do something? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, the big man wanted that to happen to your girlfriend because God has a has a grand plan.
0: Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's all in His plan. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a, it's contradictory for them to be asking for him. To, to pray for God to fix your girlfriend quicker mm-hmm. because technically God planned on her getting hit by the fucking car. Boom!
0: I like the idea of prayer. Yeah?
1: I mean, I've got a point, well, right? Well, of course you've
0: got a point. I, I like the idea of prayer. I like the idea that people kind of are extending that love and kindness to you. Um, but also, by that same token, philosophically, asking a God to intercede um, in and, matters the, on the, your behalf like is a bit weird, isn't it? But Anyone even else?
1: like, so say three months down the line... That her legs healed, mm-hmm. you can knock on the door and go, "Oh my God, the praying worked!" Yeah. And the medicine, <laughs> yeah. and just the body healing itself. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, seriously, you need to get on the phone to your main god, right, and thank him because everything that you did meant that she's now fine.
0: Basically, I mean, if you're an atheist, they might have someone might as well have knocked on your door and went, "We're so sorry that's happened to you." But we just want to let you know that we've um, sent a telegram to the big octopus orbiting the Earth that to, to keep an eye on your, your girlfriend's leg yeah. and to help it heal quicker. So bye. And it would be a sweet thing to hear, but also it's kind of crazy. Unless there is a big octopus orbiting the Earth.
1: I wonder if when her leg's better, mm-hmm. the same neighbors would knock on the door and be like, Hey, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Eating, he wants you to get the drinks in at the pub. We sorted that out. It was like... so this uh, round on you? Is this round on you? Come on.
1: Why am, I, why am I buying the drinks? Well, because I prayed for your girlfriend's leg to get healed. So, you're welcome. Yeah. I, uh, I, I said, Is she healed? Yeah, but she was in a cast with the, the, the doctor. <laughs> Barry, is she healed? <laughs> yes. Well, then you're welcome. That's the end of the show. And just before the show finishes, I just want to point out for the entire episode this week, Tim has had a massive bit of spinach in his top... Left tooth. Really? Turn around, look in the mirror. Really? Have a look. There's a mirror behind Tim right Shush. now. Wait on a minute, wait. There's a mirror behind you.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? There's a mirror
1: behind you, but you chose to put your camera Why on? didn't you tell me? On your phone.
0: What the fuck? There's a mirror. Why didn't you let me look at you with spinach in my teeth for the whole duration? Yeah. Why would you do that?
1: Because it was fun for me.
0: It's gone now.
1: Oh, did you eat it? Yeah, why? What was it?
0: I think it was some kind of rocket or something. Kale.
1: Yeah. Pretentious prick. That's the show. Well, that's it for this week. That's it. We hope you enjoyed this show in our hot, sweaty attic. And we'll see you next week for more nothing. Thanks for tuning in to this exciting episode. And also, um, the Kenneths, our new video comes out today. Right? Sweet. On, so go have a look at it. It's called Ain't Got No Game. It's got the British YouTuber Tom Gray in it. Mm-hmm. and uh it's a it's a ridiculous video about a man who buys one of those electric abs toners mm-hmm. that you like strap to your waist yep. and he gets a, he doesn't realize that it's violently electrocuting him <laughs> and then he ends up dying Where can you oh, find I it i have just given away the ending no it's fine did you
0: just say where can you find it where can you find it josh
1: are you, why are you trying to get me to where do you think on youtube you can put it
0: on where YouTube. else is it going to be uh.
1: Uh, and uh, who, directed, I, the, I, who I, directed the video? Isn't that the question people ask? Who directed the video? Who
0: directed the video, Josh? You did, Tim! <laughs>
1: Tim did! I directed it. Tim made his directorial debut. So my band, not really a decent enough reason for you to turn this podcast off and go on YouTube, but to see Tim's, and I say this with uh, in a completely honest way, a very, very amazing directorial de- debut thank you sir uh, you surprised all of us and I don't mean that to sound rude
0: <laughs> no you've said that but uh, the
1: whole idea for the video was Tim's and uh, you did a great job man I really do mean that yeah, I'm very very uh, proud that you did such a great job and, very, and in a nice way very surprised that it turned out as well as it did good it's a, it's a good fucking video
0: excellent so watch it the Kenneths watch it and share it please ain't got
1: no game share it yeah fucking share that shit Just spread it around let's make it go viral We'll see you next week. Ta-ra! You'd be good, everyone. Bye.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.